Oh, hit this button, and then oh, here we go. I have, I have, I have two screens at work. It's nice, isn't it? You have two screens at Taco Bell. Yeah, and one one screen on the screen door to keep the flies out, and then another screen in the in the grease trap. Yeah, grease trap. Tonight's show is called Grease Trap. This is JBC, Just Because and my name is Jason Mark. With me is my brother from another mother, but the same grandmother, Joseph Neal. Joe, say hi to the boys and girls in JBC land. Hi, and gr- Grease Trap is a nickname for your mother's asshole. <laughs> it's that kind of show, folks. And if you don't like it, I was going to say turn it off now, but, but don't. Just listen. You'll get used to it. Um, or you won't. So, I, I had this whole song and dance ready for the intro. I was going to say, hey, everybody, here we go. It's time for the... You know, I was going to do that, but I like Grease Trap better. This is the Just Because and Show. Yeah. The Just Because and Show. All right. First topic. Are you ready? Hit me. Okay. So, you heard of this, this guy, Jordan Peterson? I think that's his name. Or Peter Jordanson or Robert Peter Jord. I don't know. He's Canadian. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with uh, Dr. Peter Jordanson. Yeah, he, um, I guess he's like, he's this logical dude, and, and there's all these memes and things where people are like, look at him tearing up this libtard, and look at him tearing up tearing up this conservative idiot, and he's ba- all of them, all of them, right? But I guess he accidentally, because he's so harsh, became sort of a, uh, the, the alt-right uh, boys are fanboys of him, Um I don't know if, if he's cool with that or not, but, I mean, yeah, he's logical and everything, but watching him talk, I just like, yeah, he, he looks irritated. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. I saw a couple of his videos on YouTube, and then YouTube he said, oh. He does look irritated. Yeah, he just looks like he's always like, yeah. I, uh, I was watching, a, I watched a few of his videos just to see what the deal was, and then YouTube said, hey, we put him in your algorithm, so now we're going to show you a bunch of um, alt-right shit. And I was like, god damn it stupid algorithm so i had to go watch a bunch of fake porn on youtube just to get my algorithm back <laughs> oh that's and, that's sad yeah I, I don't i don't consider jordan peterson alt-right at all i've 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 read a lot of his work okay <laughs> and uh, i think he is irritated um yeah and i get it yeah, he's irritated um, he um one of the videos there, there are some there are some very severe leftists that would like to consider him alt-right and consider him i think he's been i I think he's been accused of everything from racism to transphobia and i don't see any of that in him at all well and i've and i've read a lot of his material and i've laura lp and i paid to go and watch him speak hmm. for 90 minutes okay Um, I'm going to do everything in, in my power not to talk about the subjects he talks about because it's not that kind of show. But uh, I tell you, one of the things that, and I didn't realize when YouTube did this, I didn't realize what was going on. This video popped up. This guy's like, I'm going to tell you what I learned about women when I worked at a strip club. And I and and because I thought the algor- all algorithm was giving me some feminist stuff because I like feminist yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I go, I click on this thing, and this dude, he spends like 20 minutes talking about how he was actually good looking when he was younger. That's what he kept going on and on about. And wow. he's like, here's a picture of me and I'm I'm showing you this because of the story I'm going to tell you. I don't want you think I don't want it, people to think I'm bragging if I say I was good looking, but anyway, he starts talking about how he got out of 
with the army and he's hanging around the strip club and he he doesn't give the girls any money he just plays pool and they're always all over him and then he gets a job as a bar vac and then they promote him to dj and um he uh, eventually the the person who used to be the dj was like you're gonna hate this job he's like what do you mean i'm gonna hate this job i get to watch half naked women dance and they have to interact with me to get the songs that they want right and he said trust me you will and he said then this guy was really mean to these women and i couldn't figure out why and he said then after i did this for a few years i was being mean to him too i was just tired of it because you know this that and the other and then he goes he goes um about how these women uh you know they dance and they're all over these dudes for their money but then when the show was over and when they've got the money then they go out with their asshole boyfriends right and uh and i realized this guy is trying to tell me that women are vacuous because he couldn't get laid in a strip club that was the gist of his story he can't get yeah. laid in a strip club and therefore women are vacuous and i was like off censor don't ever show me anything yeah, from this yeah. shithead again what the that's, fuck uh, really that's that's senseless and I mean, I, I couldn't disagree more with that guy's stance yeah. on things. What really freaks me out is that somehow that guy is has been associated with someone like George, Jordan Peterson, mm-hmm. because he doesn't he wouldn't advocate for that type of position on things. Yeah, it was just he, he just he just wouldn't. But but he's been associated. I I feel like people that disagree with him want to associate him with people that are completely ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's and it's that's, kind of worked. It's it kind of worked. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way things work now. It's like you you firmly plant your foot in whatever political ideology you think you want to espouse, even though most of the time you're wrong. And I know this from experience because I'm often often wrong. Anyway, you you plant your foot, and then anybody who disagrees disagrees with you. You get really drunk like I am right now, and then you say, "Oh, you're just a alt right. You're just an extreme left. You're just a this. You're just a that. You just you know pigeonhole yeah. people." Um, let me tell yeah, you though, that's this true. when this, I when I say extreme left, um, I don't have hatred for people on the extreme left. I feel I feel that I'm on the left. Uh-huh. And I feel that people that I severely disagree with, I get very frustrated, but I don't have I might joke about hatred even on this show. Yeah, yeah. Against people that I disagree with, but I'm I feel like those people are human and they have they they get trapped into into thinking they're right about stupid shit just yeah. just like I do and I don't my heart goes out to people, uh, and that includes people that are very, very rigid in their thinking, and and even people that are uh, dangerous. Yeah, well, I'm not anti. Um, I'm not anti a person for having opinions. I'm anti. I'm anti being shown shitty videos on YouTube. So here's what I did. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I'm I get the it. same shit because I like Jordan Peterson. So okay. they show me a bunch of alt right shit that has absolutely nothing to do with how he thinks or what he believes. It's weird. Yeah. And so um, what I did, like I said, I watched all this pseudo porn, and I started noticing this trend. <laughs> and I don't know if I like it or not. I mean, let me, wait, let me now be... you re- you watched pseudo porn to to like to cleanse your your palate? Right? Yeah, I wanted I wanted YouTube to go, hey, what's this guy like to watch? Well, he likes to watch half naked women. So let's show more half-naked women. And this is a trend I noticed. You know how um, there's a way for... I'm going to speak in scientific terms. There's a way for the ladies to shave the beaver, right? And and there's the the landing strip. You're familiar with this one, the landing strip? 
Yeah, you're getting yeah. pretty technical here. Yeah. This is, uh, I don't know, try it, try as... <laughs> let's dumb it down a little bit. Okay, okay. Well, if you don't know <laughs> no, what a landing strip is, it's sort of like a, a mohawk for a vulva. It's a vulva mohawk, right? It's just hair in the middle. But but not yeah. mohawk, because mohawks stick up, and this is like, you know, it's just the curve. Yeah, it looks like the vulva's giving you the middle finger, except it's all it's a hairy middle finger. It's a hairy middle finger, yeah. Um, so... I, I saw more than one video where the 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 young lady, and um, I say that with lots of respect because I don't care if you're Nina Hartley, she's pushing seventy, she still does porn. I still call her young lady, right? Mm-hmm. It's just because they they give me a youthful vigor when I watch them. They give I I give myself a vigor too. That's why I'm watching them because mm-hmm. I want to vigor myself. But anyway, I noticed right. that the young ladies the bikini bottoms are hiding the naughty bits, but there's a little bit of landing strip sticking out. Just a little bit, yeah, yeah. And and I saw that in, in more than one instance, and I was like, I like this. This is a good trend. And so now I'm like, fingers crossed. YouTube will show me, um, you know, I don't know what you call it, the peaking landing strip. What would? How can you portmanteau this into a something funny? You know, it's peaking out. <laughs> um, you know, it could be like the bikini is the kangaroo pouch, and the landing strips the little baby Joey. So we call it Joey's Landing Strip or something like that. I don't know, or just call it Australian Airport, maybe. Just you know, you're combining things. What do you think? The Australian Air- Airport. Yeah. I, I like the the Peking Joey is is good. Yeah. Okay. Just because I like things that seem to be named after me. Sure, sure, but, sure. Yeah. So do you have? I mean, you're you're married, and and so am I. But but um, if you were, I don't know, if you were ever in a play, I've never seen a, a peeking Joey in public, and I don't know that I ever would. I don't know that I'll ever be in a place where that would be, um, I don't want to say condoned. Like, on the beach, do whatever you want, but I'll probably be with my family, and we're probably going to be in a place that my wife has researched, which is, she's been told is, you know, has a family atmosphere. And I just can't imagine somebody who wants to show off their new peaking Joey saying, Hey, I'm going to go over to that family beach to do it. No, she's going to go over to muscle beach where her friends are, the young people who are yeah. like, tanned and oiled up. So I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to see one in public, which is too bad. But if I did, I don't know what I'd do. What would you do, Joe, if you saw a peaking Joey? Well, <laughs> I've, I've seen some pretty, I mean, to say scantily clad, is seems to be an understatement like there's some beaches that i've been to where it you know there's children there and everything but like there's just some of the women were in so little clothing it was kind of tough to tell like there might not have been any peaking joeys that's just because there wasn't any hair on any joeys right right anywhere like you might i might have seen like half of a you know half a vagina well like yeah you might have seen a ball half of the vulva yeah you know a shaved vulva yeah. And then you can't really like, oh, my, I'm not looking at Bush, so I guess maybe that's that's okay for children. There's no, yeah. there's no Bush. So well, it's it's not- a, I, I, me, I don't. If my son saw a peeking Joey and he said, "Dad, what's that?" and said, "That's pubic hair." That's that. Yeah, everybody's see, got that it. wouldn't bug me. Either. Yeah, like, I'm telling you. Have you ever heard of Black's Beach? Black's before? Beach? No, no. Well, I spent some time in San Diego, and I, I spent some, you know, Shags lives in San Diego. Yeah. And uh, I go to Taco Bell conferences down there. I was telling you, you know, that I wrote a book. Well, you you read my book. I've read a few of your books. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote that vampire book basically mostly into a little purple notebook, and then I transferred and then I typed it out later. But I was sitting at a glider port 
<laughs> up on a on a cliff. I would kept going back there because I loved looking across the ocean and watching these people. Um, there there were hang gliders, but there were also para, paragliders. I think is what you call them. Okay, right? Because this cliff up from Black's Beach. I'll get back to Black's Beach in a yeah. moment. There's this cliff, and and there's a perfect breeze, this perfect current of air that comes off of this cliff. So people bring their um, big fancy remote control airplanes, and yeah. they they hang glide off of it, and they paraglide with the big parachutes. And I sat there and like wrote almost a whole book just sitting on that on that thing yeah. on the edge of that cliff, watching people float by, and. Uh, and then I, I became curious. Well, there's a pristine beach down there, and there doesn't seem to be anybody on that beach. And there's this huge switchback thing to get down to the beach. And at the time, I was running a lot, and I was okay. like, oh, "I need to go down, run on that beach. Is there barely anyone there? Maybe just nobody wants to go down this trail. There's a bunch of fucking lazy assholes around here. I don't know." Yeah. Fuckers. And I went down there to be. Uh, you know, I ran for a little while on the beach. This is beautiful. And then I came up on a bunch of fat, ugly, naked people playing volleyball. <laughs> and it was later on that I learned that Black's Beach is a nude beach. Okay. And kids, if you have the idea that a nude beach is going to be a bunch of like hot, naked women, that's not how it works. No. And you know what, though? I was like, that looks wonderful. And I didn't. I didn't have the confidence as a as a chubby, malformed person myself to just disrobe. Um, well, at the time, maybe I was I was looking a little bit better. I wasn't in full Dom DeLuise mode. Sure. But I still wasn't like I didn't want to just bear everything. And go, hey, can I play volleyball with you? Bunch of flopping genitals over here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but I loved it actually. I was like, this is great. And there's nobody here. I'm not tripping over children when I'm trying to run. Yeah. And so I ended up running there, like writing the book and then running on this beach. And every once in a while, there was a naked person. Every once in a while, I saw a, a stunningly beautiful naked person. Okay. But most of them were just like, that's not what this is about, man. I'm here to, to put my hairy ass in the sun and nobody can say anything about it. And yeah. I appreciate that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. was there peaking Joey's? No, there was a completely exposed Joey's. Yeah. Every oh. once in a while. <laughs> So that they were on full display. Yeah. I, if But this Joey was completely covered up. You were covered. All right. Yeah, I was not exposed. Yeah, if, if you know, we were talking about, we, we we were on the left. I mean, we're, well, I shouldn't say we. I, I have nothing but respect for sex workers. I have nothing but respect for people who want to be naked. If my son saw a naked person, I'd be like, that's okay. Um, yeah, that wouldn't bother that me wouldn't, So we're clearly leftist uh, types. And uh, therefore, we must also be communists and socialists, and we eat children. Um, but speaking right. of eating That's children... That's what I hear. That's what I hear from the actual alt-right, <laughs> which is preposterous. I uh, I have a, I, another thing about... I have something else about children, unless you had something to talk about. There's something I saw today, though, that I want to bring up. Sure. Um, and so I was bored, and I was looking for something to watch, and I finally decided to watch a documentary. Um and I think we're going to come back to this subject because I think it's going to be a Shags. Shags is going to be all over. I just have this feeling she knows all about this stuff. So, but I'm going to, you know, kind of uh, intro it here. The Have you heard of this dude, Wrinkles the Clown? You know, I started to watch something that looked like kind of a documentary. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember if I got... 
got bored, went to sleep, or was distracted by something and couldn't come back to it. I didn't know what to think of the first few minutes. Okay. I don't know. So that that's all I know. And okay. I couldn't even I couldn't even decide if it was real or a faux documentary. Couldn't figure right. it out. Yeah, it's I watched it and I gotta tell you, I had to do research afterwards to see if it was real. I, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with and, and you know, listener, if you know the truth and wanna make fun of me, that's totally cool. Please let me know. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and give us ratings and shags will fuck your mom. Anyway, I watched it and I wasn't sure. They never claimed that this guy Wrinkles was the impetus for 2016's big clown scare. Do you remember that? Back in 2016, people saw clowns everywhere. And they were losing their minds. They're like, oh, there's these yes, clowns. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. I also think it was 2016 where... And maybe these companies still exist where you could just pay. Th- th- there's no way this could you could ever fucking do this anymore. You know, if these companies still exist, I'll be surprised. But where you just pay a fucking scary clown to stalk your friend or like as a joke. Well, yeah, that would be a dumb thing to do. Even oh, if- God, well, it's dumb. From I'm not kidding. These these things. There were people that actually paid to for this to happen, and there were people that were paid to do this. And that just seems like, I mean, you're asking for trouble on so many levels. Absolutely, yeah. fucking believe it. But maybe, I don't know, did that correspond? With a the little bit, clown yeah. Scare? So, you know, this guy, Wrinkles, he's got this scary clown mask. He wears a suit. And yeah. um, uh, uh, he, he, he would say to people, you know, give me money and I will scare your kids, right? Which he never actually did. I mean, if the documentary is real, he never did it. And if it's fake, then he really didn't ever do it because the whole thing's fake. But, um... He never actually did this, and and the guy who was behind all this, he you know, he uh, he said all he did was he um, had his guy say that a few times, and then he would put stickers all over in Naples, Florida, with uh, Wrinkle's face and a phone number, and people will call him up, and he hired an actor to to be Wrinkles and 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 answer the phone, and what was really interesting about it for me was that in addition to all the mass hysteria that it it apparently fomented people would call this guy up and just say the most vile disgusting violent things and they had nothing to go off of but uh what somebody else had told them they weren't like you you know they would call up wrinkles and say somebody told me that you hunt down kids and you butcher them and eat them i'm gonna come find you i'm gonna cut off your balls and all this stuff right it's like and that was what the creator of the project said. He said he was fascinated by just how people interpreted this however they wanted to. And I got to tell you, I've been reading some other books about some other subjects. I'm starting to get really just, I, maybe I'm an old man. People are just so shitty. I'm scared of people. Not clowns. I'm scared of people, Joe. People. I I agree. I'm I'm with you. As I get older and as I learn more about human nature... <laughs> and human behavior. I don't even yeah. want to say human nature because I used to scare myself more than I do now. Like mm-hmm. I, I think when a young man has a little bit less control over his emotions and his impulses, like I, f- I feel like more in control than I ever have. But, but when I look around into the environment and the behavior of other human beings, I, I, I trust – the humanity in my environment less and less. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. I I, I will say this, f- for the sake of balance, um, 
they also showed that a lot of people would call up this wrinkle saying, hey, we like you, we think you're great, um, we know it's not real, and uh, we just think you're awesome. And and the actor he would he hired to answer, you know, he had this sort of, you know, East Coast accent. He's like, hey, it is wrinkles, what do you want? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll scare your kids. Uh, you guys be good now, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, and they, they did a couple, they filmed a couple of... Uh, scares i'm doing air quotes now that wrinkles did but then they also showed you them setting it up with the people who were you know quote unquote scared in the video so everything was on the up and up right um yeah didn't really do this thing and um but sort of an, as a segue and this is the part i think shags could really help us out with uh they were talking to folk folklorists about wrinkles and the phenomena of of um folklore and how it spreads around and they were talking about how kids with access to social media are able to spread folklore like this whether they believe it or, or it's just part of entertainment they can just spread it so fast and we're seeing such a a density of folklore and so they just sort yeah, of that's true slender man right exactly yeah. that's your that's An the example. first one they 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 named off a bunch of bunch of them and i was going to ask you which ones you've heard of now i've heard of slender man shadow people are coming up a lot lately okay. with um some of the young people that i know okay i'll need to write that one down uh, they also did bloody mary when so you know we know that one. that one's been around forever that's from our kids from our childhood yeah yeah and before kids, so yeah us um, as kids yeah and then there was one called one man hide and seek they heard of this? They showed these kids. These kids are like, <laughs> no, but it's, it seems like there's a masturbation joke in there somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I'm playing one man hide and seek with my peeking Joey. <laughs> we, yeah, one man peekaboo, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I didn't I haven't looked it up yet. I'm going to later, but um, but they show these kids who were like doing a ritualistic stabbing of a doll, which is supposed to remember something. Uh, or represent something, and then they would hide. And they sh- showed brief clips of these brief clips, brief clips of these kids <laughs> in like closets and stuff. And they're fucking terrified, but there's nothing happening, right? It's just all. So apparently, there's something you're supposed to do. And, and like I said, these kids are from the ages I want to say like eight to fifteen. This is the range of people who yeah. are really into this, and it probably has something to do with puberty and other stuff. But here's some other ones. Tell me if you've heard of this. You've heard of Midnight Man. Okay. Never heard of Midnight Man. Explain okay. that one to me. I don't know. I th- I just, this the, is great if you have any details about these. I'm, I, I'm interested I, in folklore anyway, especially I, now modern folklore. Yeah, I don't, but we're gonna we you, we can do a whole show on folklore and um, urban legends and urban legends. And I know Shags is gonna be all over it, so I will read up uh, on yeah. on Shadow People and Midnight Man. And then how about this one, oh. Charlie? Charlie? Is that ringing any bell? Bells? No. How about no, no. Devil in the, the, the Mirror? The repeating of a of a name of some ghoul seems like a, that's a you know tales old as time. Oh yeah, it's a, that's a that's a thing. Uh, you know, Beetlejuice, kind of like Beauty Beetle. and the Beast, Beast, Beast. Oh, is that how it works? That was a really really dumb joke. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> um, and then the other one, Devil in the Mirror, which I I bet's probably like Bloody Mary. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's got to be. I feel like these are retreads, but isn't that how things work anyway? I mean, well, yeah, that's that's when the folklorists get into it, they uh, they point out that oh yeah, this is a theme that goes back. I remember when urban legends were first becoming sort of like a thing that people talked about, um, 
more. It became sort of a, a, a well-known. The label was finally out there. Um, I read a few books about it, and uh, you know, stories and like. Then they uh, made a couple of movies about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it it it, it became its own meme, um, and sort of yeah. blossomed from there. Is that prominent in the in the zeitgeist? If yeah, you will to be. Yeah. So so next time Shaq is on the show, let's do a whole urban legends folklore. You know, we'll maybe we'll tell stories like the the hook on the car door. You know that one and uh, that kind of thing. Do well, some even re- like the you know the urban legend of uh, of Jesus Christ of Nazareth was actually just a retread, I think, of the urban legend of like Isis and Osiris or something like that. Something like that. Gilgamesh, one of those guys. Yeah. Um, anyway, they else. seem to be kind of all uh, right. retelling the same kind of tale there. Yeah, yeah, and and we'll we'll do we'll do some of these. Uh, when Jackson come back. So that Joe is the extent of the notes I took. Let me see here. I think what else did I write down? Um, no, do I have any other, I have pieces of paper all over my office. It's just, it's terrible. Let's see. Well, um, if, if you don't mind, I mean, I've, I've got, uh, I wanted to read a passage. I mean, did you have something else you wanted to, to do before, uh, no, I don't think so. I take us a different direction. I'm looking for at my notes. I wrote "necessity of disdain stains." I don't know. I wrote that down. I don't know what it means. I'm gonna use a quote. Oh, one more thing to bring up. Yes, yes. And then the show is okay. yours. Okay, I need to get on the computer. Have you, listener? You might not be alone. And I don't know. Again, we've talked about this, and we've talked about talking about this about how. Hang on a second. Let me type this in. How we don't know if the numbers we're getting are, are, are accurate. We don't understand how they can be. Um, yes. It, like I don't understand. Do we really have 500 listeners last week? I don't know. Well, that's what it's telling me. It's saying we had 495 last week, and this week we've had 499. We've had 78 today. Now, those aren't Adam Carolla numbers, but they're not JBC numbers either. Who are you <laughs> no, people? Not. Who are you people? 78's a good number for, like, a whole week, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That, that wouldn't surprise me. That's our friends yeah. listening to a new episode right. and maybe a three or four, right, That's in right. aggregate. But mm-hmm. 78 in a day? I So I, I don't know who you and people are. And we've had crazy, which I don't even believe, and we don't need to keep fucking jawing about this, but we have had weird thousands of listener like weeks or months yeah, or whatever yeah. where it's like what the where the hell did that come from right. that shit like comes and goes unpredictably so what what have you found out about this just i haven't just found surprised? anything i just i'm just surprised and this, this has been going on for uh, several weeks now let me i'm gonna real quick i'm gonna look at the last 30 days just to see what it says if the internet would catch up okay um so uh it's um it's not Well, and th- this this dead air and hemming and hawing, this is how we get all the fucking listeners. Yeah. This is captivating shit. It's riveting shit. Yeah. This is amazing stuff right here. Anyway, we um, we, uh, we 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 talking about clowns and talking about um, landing strips and alt-right shit, all of it together. This is what I have decided. I have decided that you and I imagined an imaginary a legion of listeners, right? We have an imagine. It's like imaginary friend. We've got an imaginary audience, right? And yes. some fucker out there is trying to is trying to gaslight us and, and trying to convince us that they're real, right? Ah, oh, yeah. somebody's fucking with us. Yeah, and it's probably somebody we know. It's probably Tim 
was probably mm-hmm. uh, Ian Sane. Ian Sane is the type of guy that would yeah fuck with our heads like that yeah. for I, years, I, and then he would break it to us. Yeah, for like he'll years, break yeah. it to us in 2026. Yeah. He'll like, say, Remember that week when you had 3,000 listeners? That was me, bitch. <laughs> that was me and 3,000 iPhones, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, no, so... Ian, um, Ian, would, Ian wouldn't do that. Not because... <laughs> Not because he's a better person than that, but because he has better things to do. Yeah, he's got he's got kids, he's got a life, he's not gonna Yeah, but um I'm there might be somebody out there or it might be some algorithm somewhere. I mean I'm sure somebody with half a dose of brain cells could probably program something to trick these trackers, so it might be nothing more than that. But every time I post a show, this numbers pop up. I'm like, holy shit, what's wrong with you? Because this is the thing, Joe. If these are real, if you people are listening right now, if you're real, you're all some disgusting motherfuckers because we talk shit so yeah, fucking Yeah, what's up. wrong with you? God. We love you, though. I love yeah, you a lot. Do. You know what I bet it is? I bet yeah. I can go look. I bet you it's coincided with Shaq's becoming a regular. Because she's just amazing. And so the fact that she's not on this episode, we probably... It, 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 You'll show us that, like, okay, 500 people started to listen to it, but about three minutes in, they stopped. Because Shag's not on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get ready for that. Because now it's been two weeks in a row without Shag. So just get ready for the yeah. fucking, like, the the 499 Ian Sains to stop listening at right, once. Right, There is a little bit of comfort in doing a podcast that no one listens to, because you really can say whatever you want to, right? This you, is true freedom. Yeah, yeah. You can you can say, "Hey, go rape your brother's nostrils," and and it, it's a joke, and you're fine. But if you you got that many people listening, there's a good <laughs> yeah, chance. That's a terrible. It is vision. Suddenly, the the actual vision <laughs> popped into my head. Instead right. of just letting that gross statement go by, it actually stuck in my brain and presented me a fucking image. Good <laughs> God! And that's what All I'm right. saying Sorry, is like man. you're not the only one. Out of 500, if, if somebody with as strong a brain and mind as you could get that stuck in there, imagine out of 500 people, all it takes is one dude to be like, that's a good fucking idea. And he goes, he rapes, rapes his brother's nose and then nostrils, and then the police, you know, take him in and they say, why would you do something so sick? And he goes, well, listen to this podcast. And they're like, okay, here we go. The thing is, go. That would give us a, a, a temporary spike into the like hundreds of thousands. Be like, I want to listen to this show inspired somebody to rape his brother's nose. And... <laughs> I don't know if I like that or not, but I'm not saying anyone should do it. By the way, I don't go. Don't, well, don't, you said nostrils too, no, so that's two. Yeah. That says you rape one, and then you go to the other one. Yeah, you well, know. you got to. I mean, even things out. Anyway, I know you were just spitballing. Yeah. Which, by was, the way, that's a that's a good term I think for 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 jacking off. Spitballing. spitballing. Sure. Get it? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about dicks and balls again. What were you trying to? What was your point? Nothing. That's it. (laughs) I would like to read a passage from the Diary of Patience Buckner, if you Mm -hmm. don't mind. This is from the Diary of Anna Patience Buckner. Okay. 1903. Was she she in one of those pain-worshipping cults? Yes, she was. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Let's start right here. Okay. Today we felled the old birch tree out back. I was sorrowed to see it go as Judah and I had sat up in its branches so many summers. And and why Patience Buckner is a 53-year-old uh, <laughs> thespian, I don't... Man, I don't know. Yeah, but... 
Father was cross with me, and I said, and, and he said, I lacked true faith. He did not give me my dose, and he turned his eyes from me at supper. I wish I could prove my devotion as Judah and Matthew proved on those travelers. Mama screamed most of the night. I prayed that she might find faith, but she only stopped when Papa cut her belly and stuffed the coals in. Judah told me in my dream that Matthew took him to the dark room, so I know he is killed. Matthew's faith is too great. Even Father does not cross him or speak of Judah. I want to understand the glory of the pain, like Matthew, but cutting the flesh makes him have a husband's bulge. <laughs> and I do not get like that. I have found it. In Daddy's oldest books that I will burn before I go is the way of the family. For no one truly dies who understands the great pain. We're almost coming to the important part now. Okay. <clears throat> I can hear Matthew in the dark room working upon father's jaw. My good arm is hacked up and et, so I hope this will be readable. That a believer will come and speak this to our spirits, then we will be restored. Our love will be unending, and the great pain will return. Thank you. And thanks for the ukulele. That was a great reading you did there. It was so... What's the word I'm looking for? It was so Buckner. Actually, little um, <clears throat> little something something for you here. This now will the link pain, The Buckners were were an American family. Yeah. In 1903, I, yeah. I don't know if Patience would have sounded like uh, an English 53 year old. She might have. But anyway, I went to a grade school called Buckner. This is true. Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, for our listener, just so you can do the connection thing. Um, mm -hmm. Buckner is in Wichita, Kansas, one of the most uh, well-loved and respected YouTubists right now was born in Wichita. Now, I'm not going to say her name mm. because I think okay. she, they, her family, she was born after I left the city and, uh, so she's not my kid oh. and, and they moved to Oklahoma, um, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she's, she's delightful and Joe, I'll tell you her name afterwards but my point is this that that you're reading that about buckner and i went to buckner in wichita where this other famous youtubist was born that's something right that's something i didn't tell you to bring up buckner did i no no, no. Just on your see that's that's how these rando episodes work yeah. right you call them a rando episode rand episodes yeah something like that and episodes yeah I like that yeah. I like how we keep coming up with new names for these random episodes. We that used is. to call them uh, Bareback Mountain. Yeah, something. yeah, Bareback. And you would uh, you would text or call me up saying, um, I don't have any uh, anything for this week. We, we're going to have to Bareback it. And then I would make a, a blimage that was uh, had denim in it. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't right. Do that. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. No more denim. We were way less structured than we used to be. And maybe this is something we should table until we hit our 200th episode, which is like in five episodes. So... Oh my God! We could talk That's about right. blasts okay. from the past and stuff. Um, did you have anything else it, that you wanted to? Well, broach? yeah. The, actually, I kind of went too far here. I, reading from the Patience Buckner Journal, mm -hmm. um, she actually, I think, was from the South, right? In the in 
early 1900s uh, America, so that accent really didn't work. But what my favorite part of that yeah. was when she talks about how her arm has been at yes. <laughs> and if if you if you read that actually in a southern accent, maybe a, a kind of an old southern accent, mm-hmm. it that word kind of has has a little bit more punch. Um, any of you who have seen the movie Cabin in the Woods, yeah, might have heard it. They actually they used her. Um, they used her uh, journal in that movie. I don't know if you knew that, but they actually. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So. Yo. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, the other di- the reason why I brought this up is because it took me a while to figure out where I got this word from, because, Ec- <clears throat> yeah, oh, because okay. I I was thinking about calling in sick for work. Uh, because there was a bunch of like surprise meetings and it was going to be a huge pain in the ass. And I said out loud, I said, well, maybe I should just call in sick and then you can just et my ass. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, Jesus, et my ass. Where did I get that? I was like, that's like fucking, you know, oh yeah. You just, why don't you just et my balls? You know, and I, it, it took me a while to get there, and I realized that's from Patience Buckner's journal. You could write that in your journal. I have called in to work, and now I sit here. My ass has been it. I can no longer. <laughs> My ass has been it. And for dessert, you can just et my balls. So, yeah. Here's another thing that I couldn't figure out. Okay. Is. <laughs> Okay, there's this song that was stuck in my head, and it had a great, it has a great horn section, and I thought it was like Tom Jones or something, right? Oh. And I had the same, and, and you're gonna, as you listen to this, maybe you'll start figuring out, but it's okay. like, right? And then all I could think of was this, and this is right around Thanksgiving, too. In fact, I wanted to brings up on Thanksgiving show. Mm-hmm. All I could think of was, and I typed this into Google to try and figure it out, is good gravy, you know I love you. <laughs> okay. G- yeah. Good gravy, you know I love you. Yeah. All right. The song is, <laughs> and I want to talk about this a little bit. Sure. The song's called Vehicle. Yeah. And it's by, oh shit, th- this band called the Ides of March. Okay. Now, the Ides of March, the lead singer and the guy that wrote that song, Vehicle, and it's, by the way, I was totally fucking way wrong. I don't know where the hell I got good gravy. Good gravy? Good gravy. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. Good gravy, you know I love you. And th- this is a kid. The guy that was singing that song was like 19 years old. Yeah. But it's great. Now, he sounds like fucking Tom Jones. I'm loving this. Awesome. This, this has to have been sampled in another it. song. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 very Tom Jonesy. It's very Tom Jonesy, right? Yeah. And and I didn't. I put this all together because I'm like, that makes sense. Because he's a 19 year old. He's a badass musician. That's a great band. He's got his shit together, but he's like trying to do a Tom Jones thing, and he and he's doing it very well. But this is not a guy who has developed his own musical style as of yet. You know, some musicians are like that. 
I count myself as one of them. Like when I was very young, I was kind of emulating other styles that I liked heavily. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Oh yeah. Are you, are you with me? Oh yeah. Um, this guy, his name. Ah shit. All right, I'm gonna look up my good gravy note because I can't believe I thought he said good gravy. Uh, <laughs> he says something like "Good Lord, you know I love you" or something like that. Oh okay. Uh, you know, to me, to me, it was gravy. I. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I've been listening to covers of um, War Pigs, you know, the Black Sabbath song. and um, Yeah, um, Faith No More does a great yeah, that, fucking version. Actually, I'm embarrassed to say, oh, I'm not really embarrassed, but I heard their version before I heard the original, and I really liked it a lot. And I got the lyrics so wrong for so long. Um, like, treating people mm-hmm. just like pawns and chess. I thought he said treating people like bugs and chairs. So, you know. And... Uh, <laughs> And then also, uh, why don't they go out to fight? I thought that was why no they go wop to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and and to this day, that's how I sing it when I hear it. I don't say why don't they Can go. I hear that one more time. Yeah, why no they go wop? Why no they go wop to the right? That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't even or know. Through what the night. I, I, I'm going to need you to sing it because I don't even know what part of the song it is. Why no day go walk through the night? <laughs> they leave that up to the poor. I don't know. I'm doing a little country on there, but. Yeah. Wow, that's good. So, anyway. Um, his, name, Mar- his name was Jim Peterick, by the way. Okay. Jim Peterick. Yes. Now here's the thing. Do you know anything about what ended up, what happened to Jim Peterick? Because there's him trying to do jo- uh, Tom Jones as the lead singer of the Ides of March. That's when he was 19. Yeah. He, he's still around and he's had a, a pretty interesting musical career. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote songs for like, he ended up being just a songwriter guy for, okay. for a lot of his career. But he was in that band called Survivor. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the Rocky band. He was the, he wrote that song too. He wrote "Eye of the Tiger." Eye of the Tiger. It's the same fucking guy. That's he's, he, awesome. He's not the same singer. It's strangely enough, they got a what to me seems like a maybe a lesser vocalist. Can you do, do? Can you do Tom Jones doing "Eye of the Tiger"? Rise oh, baby, it's Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll we'll come back. We'll, that's our assignment. We have to do Tom Joe singing um, <clears throat> "Eye of the Tiger." Good gravy, it's the Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Think about a dance now. Anyway, Jim uh, Peterick, man, and he ended up writing a bunch of songs for um, Thirty Eight Special. Remember that? Oh, Thirty Eight Special. Thirty Eight Special had uh, the the guy from Leonard Skinner's brother in it. Like it was, it was Ronnie. What's his name? And Ronnie Skinner. Special was Donnie. What's his name? Ronnie and Donnie Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Hang and on. Peterick wrote songs for fucking uh, Lynn Skinner too. I think. Anyway, what a weird musical career. And to start it off in the Ides of March, yeah. doing a Tom Jones. And I, I think... thought of that whole thing was a story I was going to tell on Thanksgiving because of good gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I I I like that. He's, um. I like this idea that there are some people whose talent and not just pure talent, but just sort of like this kind of uh, spiritual uh, uh, wholesomeness of 
of talent. I don't know how to describe this, but um, it's so rich and um, spiritual that it will happen somehow. So it's not that he hit the fast track and became, you know, the lead singer of of, of Metallica or 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 you know the George Street Band. Those two are very much alike. I, I realize, but um, you know, he just sort of he made the song and then he sort of kind of did Both this. Both bands and he worked that for Jim Peterick wrote hits, probably. For, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it, 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 he was pervasive. It's sort of like the world said, you got something, kid. We don't know what it is. And we don't know why it is, but we're just going to let you roll with it, you know? I like that. I, yeah. That's a good story. I like that. Jim Peterick. Jim Peterick. Check him out, everybody. Check it's an out interesting Wikipedia read. I think it'd be great <laughs> if having done that, now his, like, his, he, the 500 people who are fake and listening to us start listening to him and becomes this phenomenon and he calls us up and he's like you fuckers i was happy no one fucking left everyone left me alone and now they're always calling me up and saying they're gonna cut off my balls just because you also talked about wrinkles the clown i'm not wrinkles the clown I'm jim fucking P- yeah that would just be funny to me <laughs> if that happened so at my ass so at my ass jim <laughs> peter told us to at his ass that's our claim to fame that's why jvc is taken off why we're gonna get interviewed on like I don't know. I was going to say 2020. Is that show around anymore? Remember that show, oh, 2020? Man, I don't even know. Yeah, I remember that show. I guess they can't I, call I it that. I believe that it still exists. They can't call it that now, right? Because it would be called now. It would be now. Now is 2020. Why did they now call it 2020? 2020? That's right. Now. Why did they call it because, that? Because, I don't know, because it, it, it's hindsight. <laughs> it's good. Maybe. It, it's good vision. Okay. That. Oh yeah. There. There. That's what it is. That's was what that? It, is, it was John Stossel and or Geraldo Rivera. Was it both of them or one or the other? Like I get him confused. I can't remember, I mean, he was even on Twenty Twenty. Who was? I feel like Stossel was on Sixty Minutes. Maybe that's know. what it was. Yeah, because they're they're both sort of like. Um, and Geraldo Rivera was just got a chair broken over his face by a neo-Nazi. That's right, all I remember right. about him. But John Stossel got uh, sp- uh, smacked in the face by a pro wrestler. So That's nice. Yeah, that's not. Anyway, I, it, John Stossel's probably 90 now, so maybe his son or his daughter can interview us and they can say, so what was the thing that really kicked it off for JVC? And it's like, um, Jim Peterick, yeah, when people started calling him uh, Wrinkles the Clown and he told us to et his ass... That's kind mm-hmm. of where it. We owe it all to to that. Sometimes you catch lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Sometimes us, you just fart in a mason jar. <laughs> <laughs> so many good potential names for tonight's show. Um, well, speak, I've got a couple. Of, did, did Did you have some more? The only other thing I, I have keep to talk about that I'm that I'm cutting you off, and there I did no, no, it no. again. No, 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 no. You're not. Um, speak. I I have something vague just to bat around, but if you got specific things, then yeah, let's do. Your specific things. We got fourteen minutes left, so let's do this. I've been I've been petering about Jim Peter Peterer for a little while. Why don't you Why don't you uh, pontificate? I'll well, join you. All I was going to do is, um, in the spirit of mental health awareness and mental health um, acceptance, so to speak, I was just going to mm-hmm. give you a little update. I switched. Um, so I was on. I am on. Well, Butrin and Zoloft, and then I switched off the Zoloft to something called Prestique. But it, okay. it just, it after a while, I, about a year or so, just wasn't cutting the mustard, and I need my mustard cut, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, I switched back to the uh, the Zoloft, and uh, that was, uh, I'm gonna say, four or five days ago. And it's just now, now it's getting built up enough that it's actually, 
I can feel it. I don't think I'm supposed to feel it. I may need to lower my dose a little bit, but I can feel it. Like if you I can sit... feel it like in terms of euphoria? Yeah, kinda? yeah. If I sit real still and listen to just the right music, I feel like I am... Um, like I'm... Uh, how to say it? You know when you start dating a girl and it's kind of awkward at first. I mean, you're seeing each other's kind of awkward, and then you hit that point where it just you just cross over into just complete comfort. And it's not like you're horny. You may have already had sex, but it's this thing where it's like you just, uh, you know that that little that little rollover. How good that feels. If I sit, I know I do know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's like this excitement upon like first real intimate connection with yeah, someone. And it's like yeah. this beautiful super. Um, elated feeling. Yeah, but it's also not frenetic or you're not jumping around. You just really just melt. It's sort of like an orgasm. It's not. It's not the. You're riding up. a wave. You're not manic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're a wave. It's 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 right after the crest of the orgasm where you're you're coming down. You're not like woohoo. You're more like who. You know, it's the who part. Anyway, if I sit real still, and today it was listening to. I was going to say Deftones, but it's really not Deftones per se, but their lead singer, that guy, he's like in 87 bands or something. Like I was listening to Crosses. Gino Moreno. Yeah, him. I was listening to Crosses, I guess, is one of his bands, and he was singing, and I was sitting real still, and I was like, it's 1983, I'm in a house, most of the lights are off, except one in the kitchen, so it's sort of like lit up in here, and me and this girl have just gone into the, uh, and, and, and if I sit real still, I just write it and it's like oh this is good this is real good this is this is real good and it probably shouldn't be i probably shouldn't be feeling this because i got no reason to but i like it a lot anyway now that i've gotten our listener um addicted to uh prescription um brain meds what else you got joe well i just want to say it sounds to me like you know the stuff's probably just working. You got yeah. maybe you've got a little relief. Maybe that's what part of this elation is. This kind of nostalgic happiness. It's well, like, well, damn, I feel good. Like maybe, but do you feel like you've been struggling for a while and now you you kind of get? It's like taking a breath of fresh air type of thing. You not, said the other stuff wasn't really quite working. Yeah, well. it wasn't quite working. I, I wouldn't say struggle. Uh, uh, it's more along the lines of you don't realize. You know how there'll be a, a, a background noise will turn off. You didn't know it was there till it turned off. You know? Yeah. Kind of yeah. Thing. Or like wearing tight shoes all day. Yeah. You, you don't realize that they're uncomfortable till you take them off. So right. I, I wasn't struggling. I just was sort of, I was sort of middle of the roading it a lot. I wasn't phoning it in, but I was definitely, you know, standing at the back of the room and making people listen real close. That's a terrible analogy. I don't know where I'm going with this, but, um, I'm I'm enjoying it now. I'm a little bit up, but I, I don't think it's going to last. My body will metabolize this stuff, whatever the word is, and I'll go back to normal, which is fine, you know. Um, no, yeah, I mean, are you concerned about the, about the the happiness that you're feeling? Do you, do you, no, no. See, I I, I feel like um, I don't even bragging here. I shouldn't be. This is a humble brag. I, I think I'm self aware enough to, to to recognize it for what it is. It is both me reaching a new place of stability. Yeah. Ironically, the very thing that keeps me stable just happened. I have an alarm set to go off at 10 p.m. because for the last two weeks, I have, without fail, gone to bed at exactly the same time. And that has done remarkable things for my mental health as well. Um, and the uh, alarm yeah. just went off. Okay. Uh, but, no, I'm self-aware enough to know that that being stable is good and feeling like this is 
not just me being stable and being rewarded for it, so to speak, but also some somewhat it's the chemicals doing their thing. So I'm not, I, I don't have any fear that I'm going to come down and be depressed and then, you know, go try to rape my own nostrils or something like that. So believe me, I've tried and it's difficult to do. Well, you know what? It just makes me happy to know that you're happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. I you know, I had a dream last night that Leslie Nope wanted to be my girlfriend, and then when I said yes, she said, never mind, and she ran away. So I don't know what to feel about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, at least she didn't say, nope. <laughs> That's true. She didn't. Because that would have been a really dumb joke. And Leslie Nope uh-huh. says good jokes. She does. In my experience. She does. So Leslie Nope. My wife is... says my wife says really really funny things. I'm sorry. What one more thing about Leslie Nope? Oh, I was just gonna say Leslie Nope is kind of the embodiment of that thing, the wholesomeness that I was talking about with Jim Perkinick. What's his name? Jim Pedal Pedalnut Perkabut Perkit Perkaset Jim Perkaset. <laughs> Keep going. I don't want to tell you the real name because yours are better. Jim Pemblebroke. Jim Pentatuke. Pekinick. Picnic. Picnic <laughs> Joe. Picnic Jim. Hey, let's go get a sandwich for Picnic Jim and a great <laughs> Picnic <knee-high>. Jim, thank you. <laughs> That's his nickname. That's his nickname now. Yeah. And it's his new band. Picnic Jim Peterick. Him and, and Geron him and Geronimo Nemo, whatever his name is, is gonna start a new band called Picnic Jim. I wanna start a band called Doctor Doctor Roch. No, Doctor Michael Roch. <laughs> Doctor Michael Roch. I mm-hmm. think you should. And you should get Jim Picklebutt and um Geronimo um, Morgana, whatever his name is, he, that, that guy can sing. And you see pictures of him, like I'm listening to Deftones, and I'm like, this dude's voice is haunting me. He He's haunting me. It's a good haunting, though. And then I go look it up on the internet, and I'm like, who the fuck is this goddamn Papa Roach-looking uh, uh, Matchbox? Not Matchbox 20. Who did uh, Might as well be uh, Fish in the Sun? Who that? Might as well be walking in the... Oh right. yes, Smash Face, Smash Mouth, and he looked like that guy. I was like, you, "You're supposed to be this emaciated, like skinny." Well, he used to be a skinny, kind of gaunt, yeah, looking guy, which kind of that fits the music a little bit more. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but yeah, now yeah. now he he kind of looks like Chet after he's been turned into a pile of shit. <laughs> well. In weird science, dude's I don't got. Know if you remember that moment? I do. And that, I'm sorry, I was trying to do a joke, Marino. Yeah, you've gained some weight. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, Fine. I was saying that awesome. as a, yeah. I'm so sorry about the chat joke. Dude's got Moving more on. talent. He can he can be in all bands. So him, he, I am here, Marino. Here is ultimate respect. You have now come up to the level of you can be in every band the way I think Mayor James Keenan can be in every band. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, he is great. By the way, White Pony, one of the best albums I've ever heard right, in my whole life. Right. I was listening Just, to Around the Fur or Avoid the Fur or you know, Ride the Fur. What's that one? The the Peaking Joey. Yeah. It, well, see, that's the the coincidence. What's the name of that? It's something fur. Around the Fur. Around the yeah. Fur, yeah. So the first think, album just just pop pop quiz Deftones first album. Adrenalize. Okay, I don't know. I I'm pop quizzing myself. You okay. just get to listen to it. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. <laughs> no, and I think number two is Around the Fur, number three, White Pony, and then there's five albums after that that I'm not familiar with. Right. And then there's also yeah. all his side projects. You need crosses and knots yeah, yeah. and pluses and my I name. actually yeah. should catch up on all that stuff because, Probably. come on, is he going to let me down? I don't think so. You know what would be great is they had like the um, the Giggle Mesh Noreno, uh, like, um, 
what what what's it called in a lot of bands festival music festival and it's just all his bands right on this stage yeah, so he's he, just working his ass off yeah he's just like running back and forth from stages just yeah. singing yeah yeah anyway we've only got four minutes left and you have anecdotes to tell i'm sorry i'm stomping all over him i i want to hear about lp yeah, well, you know, she tends to say funny things, so I just wanted to to, to keep that going. <laughs> she, I keep, she keeps cracking me up, and I keep writing these things down. Um, this one, <laughs> somebody was, there was some show we were watching, and they were talking about buying a casket for the dad on the show or in the movie. I can't remember what we were watching. Was he and, dead? Or they're just telling him in front of his face. Well, I think that they knew he was going to die or something, and, okay. and they were talking about caskets, and, and okay. L- Laura ended up looking really irritated. And she, and she was like, why do people need expensive boxes to be dead in? That's so stupid. Like, I can't <laughs> believe that. And, and uh, she goes, now, listen, if you wanted an expensive casket, she said this, she goes, even if you asked me to get you an expensive casket, I wouldn't. <laughs> That's why she's one of my favorite like, people. That's hardcore. I'm like, yeah. could you at least tell me? She's like, maybe I'd tell you that I would, but then I wouldn't. <laughs> There's this um, lady I follow on Twitter, uh, and I have for a few because she's hilarious. And every once in a while, she'll post a video of her watching a movie with a friend or her sister, and she makes comments like that. And they clip them all together because obviously she's not just doing a mystery science theater thing um, straight through. So they, they clip them all together. I, I'm not even joking, Joe. You should ask Laura if you could just set up a camera just over the course of a week watching shows and stuff and just clip together her saying stuff like that because it's amazing. It is really good. Yeah. And hey, man, we're about to get a baby monitor for Oliver. With a, we don't have a baby monitor yet because well, uh, he always sleeps in the same room with us. Yeah. And um, you know we're nervous about it. Maybe that's normal. Maybe we're that's anxiety no. prone human beings, but or parents. And uh, the thing is, though, once we get that monitor, Laura told me today she's like that's when i'm finally going to be able to come back to the show because then we can just put the monitor there oh yeah and he'll be asleep i yeah. mean he's asleep now so she's she wanted to come on the show now but we don't have a monitor yet so okay. that's that's the thing now she doesn't always say hilarious stuff while she's watching tv i'd say 90 percent of it is her like responding to the television which yeah. to me watching tv is great because i have my wife and she makes she's more entertaining than the tv yeah right exactly she's but yeah. Yeah, she is she's pulling she's she is propping them up. There's like it on on, on a very special episode of uh, of 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 Carrie's buttons. Uh Carrie gets cancer or whatever and she's like fuck cancer and then it's a good show now cuz she said that and I don't know. It's just It's true. She can she makes bad TV in particular. Stuff that isn't good yeah. becomes better than the good stuff. Right. Because she gets to complain about it. But I'm, I'm excited because when she, she, as a mom, you know, she's very like doting. She's just a wonderful mom. I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> she's doing a great job. But she also makes fun of the difficulties of being a mom. Sure. Like, and she makes fun of herself in this situation. And this, she had done all this laundry, right? <laughs> and she's sitting there, and she's finally has like folded all of this laundry and she did my laundry too which is great and all the baby laundry and uh 
she's kind of complaining about how she barely got all this stuff done. You know, and she's like, oh, I'm just bitching and moaning over here. Just bitching and moaning. She's giving the baby a bottle. On, and uh, in the stack of like rags and towels, there were a couple of her little, she uses them for makeup. There's a couple of these rags. And I was like, oh, he, here, these are for you. And I set these rags down in front of her. And she goes, he goes, what are these for? For me to wipe my bitch tears with? It's going to get enough of that. And ever since then, we've been, she and I have both been finding new ways to use the term bitch tears. And uh, I just thought that was kind of funny. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So she, whenever she complains, I'll be like, you know, stop shedding those bitch tears, babe. <laughs> she, she's been saying that to me more often. She's like, look, at the end of this day, all there's gonna be is bitch tears. <laughs> yeah, I should maybe make a product called, called that. That'd be good. So she's gonna come back on the show when you guys get a baby boner. That's awesome. Does, does Oliver snore? A little bit. Okay, because um, there was once when That's we were be a problem. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, no, um, because we were doing the show. This was a long time ago. Um, I was watching the monitor because my wife was at work because sometimes she works nights, and um, I'm watching the monitor and I have the volume up, and my my son is snoring away because when like first three years of his life he's just snoring constantly. And I kind of got used to it. I didn't really notice it. So my wife was listening to that episode. And the whole time she's listening to it, she's looking around going, is is our kid asleep somewhere? Because she's sort of used to the sound too. But apparently we recorded it by accident. So um, it's like father like son because I breathe into the microphone. So apparently he does too. Yeah, it's genetic. It's genetic. Which means you got it also. And so does Oliver. Yeah. Here, I wanted to read it. I wanted to read a couple of. Listen, this one's out. This one goes out to Kelly, the memester, the memester meister. Yeah, who needs to be on our God show? God damn it, she is just cranking out the hits. I don't know where she finds this stuff, but uh, here's just one. I'm just gonna read a couple. Do you mind? No, no, please go. When we have her on the show, it's a constant. It's a gallery of hilarity. Like, yeah. There's no way I'm gonna be able to get through all of it. When she, when we bring her on, we'll just take turns reading them off we'll discuss them it'll be great can't wait to have you on the show kelly uh here's one she just posted i think just now just like craft american cheese i'm also single and disgusting (laughs) (laughs) looking good right yeah (laughs) here's a christmas one that she did earlier today ready yeah it's beginning to look a lot like fuck this <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's good, right? That's real good. <laughs> Here's another one. It says, "Starts playing on phone during a show, misses important scene, rewinds way too far by mistake, gets back on phone while waiting for the scene, misses the fucking scene again." <laughs> it's like a, just like a list, I guess, of things yeah, that yeah. she does. Uh, here's one that just says cheese is just a loaf of milk. Oh, that's ooh. That's just kind of. That's a bumper sticker right there. That's good. And then it, this one says how cavemen used to flirt back in the day. And then it's this fucking horrifying picture of I guess what is a caveman, and he says, 
I'm gonna unga your entire bunga. <laughs> you know why that's especially disturbingly funny is because of uh, Daniel Tiger. And I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna explain it. Um, I'm just gonna say Daniel Tiger, and our listener can do the research, and we'll know what I'm talking about because uh, I know. But um, yeah, Daniel Tiger. Go ahead. Daniel Tiger. Yeah, Daniel Tiger. Give me some more. Here. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for another good one here. It says, I once lived a stone's throw away from a family who all had mysterious head injuries. <laughs> That's good. a good one. Yeah. Um, this one's kind of weird. It says, dudes be trying to bend you all crazy during sex. I'm like, calm down before I fart. <laughs> you read that in a sort of a Mitch Hedberg voice. It seemed like a Mitch Hedberg thing if if Mitch Hedberg were a woman that was yeah. being fucked. Right. How about this? I once heard Ska described as what plays in a 13-year-old kid's head when he gets extra mozzarella sticks. <laughs> That's priceless. Okay, we got... That's right. 25 seconds till the outro is done, so either read one really fast or shout the last one. This is going to be good. Alright, well, in all the movies, Santa never just goes to the house directly next door. He always gets in his sleigh and then fucks off like 20 miles east. (laughs) (laughs) That's Christmassy, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, wipe up your bitch tears!